Hello, everybody, and welcome to Keeping It G-E-D, the primetime edition. I'm here, as always, G. Randall Johnson with my main man, A.J. Ryder. Say what's up, A.J. All right, all right, all right. What's up, guys? All right, fantastic. And just a quick reminder to everybody out there, whatever you're listening to on any platform, please hit that subscribe button, that like button, make some comments, do whatever, have some fun with it. We need that because we can bring you all these interesting, silly bets and programming we give you. Let's get right into it, AJ. Okay. Sunday night game. Saints, Cowboys, I should say, at the Saints. Three-point line, Cowboys are favored. You want me to go right now? Well, I always go first, and um, as polite as that is and nice of you, I think, yeah. Switch it All right, all right, great. I'll go first this time. I got to say... I went back and forth on it, and maybe I was waiting to listen to you because maybe you could change my mind. But that doesn't usually happen because I'll just stick to my guns. But that's what we do here. I'm going with the Saints. Is it, though? (laughs) Is that what we do? (laughs) No, well, I think we try to do that for the people. Maybe we change their minds in a good way or they get more, you know, confidence in their bet, and hopefully they win. I don't know. But I'm going with the Saints. Give me the New Orleans Saints. Teddy Bridgewater, baby. Second game under center. I think he'll be more in a groove than he was last week. I think he'll be a little better. And the big thing really comes to the Cowboys that beating the Redskins, Giants, and Dolphins. They could still be sleepwalking. I don't know if that defense is as good as it looks because of the teams they played. They did play those three teams I named and the Giants without AJ's main man, Danny Dimes. Remember that. Keep that in mind. So I don't know. I don't know if their defense is that good. or I know they're not that healthy, even though they're back. So it might take them a little while. And I will go out on a limb and say I think the Cowboys might be a better team at the end of the year when they get everything going than the Saints. And coming into the year, I really was thinking the Saints for my Super Bowl. But I don't know. Slightly, I've been changing my mind to Dallas, uh, Green Bay, maybe. I don't know. They have question marks as well. But – I think the Cowboys will be better later on. I don't know if they just could be – they haven't played anybody yet, so maybe this is a game they're going to get punched in the mouth and be in a game, which could be different for them. It's kind of like they always say the best thing for a team to do is lose. I know that's later on in the year usually or something like that, but maybe they just think they're going to walk into everywhere and win. I don't know. They're professionals. That might not be the case. And, I mean, the Saints – beat the Texans, which you could comprise an all-star team for the Redskins, Giants, and Dolphins, and they probably still wouldn't beat the Texans right now. So I'm going to go with that being a better win. And the Saints at home, if I can get three, I'd love to get the hook at three and a half, but I've seen places that are two and a half. That scares me because I think if the Cowboys win, it might be just by a field goal. And I can take my points if I get the three and a half and go home and be happy. I would shade the over, though. If I'm going to bet the Saints, I almost feel like it has to be over that 51 and a half because I think it has to be kind of a shootout. And I know Teddy Bridgewater didn't struggle to get first downs last week. And how is he going to do that against Dallas? Dallas is a better defense in Seattle. I just think he'll be better. He's going to be better at home, second game. We'll see. 51 and a half. I could see this game being 30 to 27, even Dallas. You know, 28-24, whatever it might be. Oh, that wouldn't help me much if it was Dallas. But I'm give me the give me the Saints with the three. Hopefully it's a three and a half. Maybe I buy the half a point just to keep it out of the field goal. Give me the Saints. What about you, AJ? Okay. Well, 
you make strong points. And honestly, at first, I really didn't like this game at all. I didn't at all. And as the more I looked through it, um, and I really had to think about it a lot, uh, especially after watching uh, Troy Aikman call the Packer game on Thursday. That was that just made me mad. And so when I get mad, I, I do research. And here we are. So this is a kind of a perfect scenario for the Cowboys. They already have the softest schedule right now. But let's look past that. Because they should be playing in New Orleans saying to you, say, if they get kicked in the mouth, who's going to kick them in the mouth? I mean, without Drew Brees, this isn't the same Saints team. I think they're getting a lot of love in this one. I think it should be a higher spread right now with Teddy Bridgewater back there. Um, this The Saints win over Seattle last week doesn't really prove anything to me. Seattle sort of beat themselves. They gave up an early punt return for a touchdown, followed by uh, Von Bell's fumble return for a touchdown. The defense and special team touchdowns early kind of took the pressure almost immediately off Bridgewater starting his first game for them. And he led it, that offense to really minimal production against what's a very overrated Seattle defense. I think everyone still thinks of the Seattle defense from a few years ago. They're really not. Look at what they've done so far this year. It's not that good. Well, it's that um, fact. We always talk about that. You're yeah. right. Hard to say Seattle's defense is, is not good, but it's true. Um, and then the more again, and the more I think about it, the more I get higher and higher on, on Dak and the boys, man, I, give me the Cowboys. I, Give me the three points. I think it's going to be a lot bigger gap than this. Um, granted, they've played the soft schedule, but it's an offense that's about to take on a defense that's been scored on or been scorched two times for 500 plus yards, another time for 480 in three games. Tack and Zeke should be absolutely licking their chops to go down to the Superdome. Um, Prescott right now, first in the NFL in QBR, even better than Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Second to only Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes in touchdown passes by one, and he's first in completion percentages. And yeah, you can say they've played weak defenses, but that's what he's going to get on Sunday night. It's going to be the exact same thing. So you can't tell me that he's not going to be able to go in there and put up three touchdowns and, and 300 yards. You know, I'm... I'm- on that point, uh, I talked to a, a good friend of mine who's a diehard Dallas fan, but in the sense of listens to everything they do. And that's why we always call out the people that are like that to talk to us because they know the team better than anybody. I mean, they listen to, he listens to it 24-7. It's all about – he listens to the training camp things and everything like that. And he made a point that you're making right now with, with Dag. I believe it was that he basically – the the OC basically told him, you just make that throw. You throw the ball. I don't care. Stop looking around, doing whatever. If it's incomplete or it gets picked off, it's on me, not you. And he's buying into that. He's like, if you get a certain read, if you get a Tampa 2 or something of that, and I tell you what to do and where you're going, go every time. And that's why he's slinging it down the field. And I watched it, and he's absolutely right. You know, I'm sure he heard it, but – He's right, and that does scare me because if Dak actually starts throwing the ball down the field and it's not that dink and dunk over to, you know, Zeke the whole time, that's a scary team, and he is proving that. 
but proving it against who so far? I mean, and that's sort of the point I'm going with. I think Kellen Moore is doing a great job with them. I know they haven't played anybody, but they're not going to play a tough defense on Sunday. That is true. So uh, how it's it's hard for me to believe any offensive production is going to you know fall. Um, they they still got Zeke. He's averaging 96 yards a game, and they're about to go face um, a rush defense that's pretty abysmal. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean. I, there's no reason they can't put up a huge amount of points on this uh, Saints team. Dallas's defense isn't great, but they aren't that bad, and they're good enough to hold Teddy Bridgewater's. Well, this is the first offense. offense. They, yeah, this is the first offense. They're playing the same type of defense, I guess. Saints, Redskins, Giants, Dolphins. I mean, don't get me wrong, Dolphins are averaging like 44 points a game, given up. But you know what? They haven't faced the Saints offense like this, so I guess you don't know. But this but, Saints offense, what Saints offense is this really? I mean, you have, yeah. I really like Alvin Kamara. I think Michael Thomas is overrated as, as hell. Yeah. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater started for team in, in three years. How, yeah. what, is this really a great offense? Is it a good offense? No. Yeah. Your key, the guy that has made that offense great for so many years, isn't there. Hall of this, Famer. to me, is about as good as, as New York's defense with Eli Manning in there. The big question is, AJ, if Troy Aikman is prime was starting for the Cowboys against the Saints Sunday night, who would you play? If Troy Aikman what? Was starting for the Cowboys Sunday night in his prime, who would you play, Cowboys or Saints? If Troy Aikman was starting for the Cowboys on Sunday <laughs> Troy Aikman I'm, in in 1992 or now? Because <laughs> they both I'm, lose. <laughs> I'm only saying that because if anybody is listening knows AJ Ryder and his uh, disdain for Troy Aikman in the last week is pretty pretty uh, monumental, to say the least. Uh, all right, so AJ, anything else about that game? You like the Cowboys? I think Dak and the boys have a day. I think it's going to be a big gap. Uh, I'll give me the over on it too, because I'm thinking Dallas is going to put up big numbers. I think it's going to be 38-17. Wow, that is big numbers, and I would go over. All right, you heard it. All right, great. Let's move on right to the uh, Monday night game. And why don't you go first on this one? Because I pretty much already gave mine for anybody listening. I did do that. We try not to do that. We stay away from Brian Adams games, but I yeah. but I liked it. And now the more I think about it, I don't know why I liked it so much because. I don't know why, but I'll tell you we why. Talk before the, we talked before the show, say don't take the primetime games, and what does he go and do? He takes primetime. I take the primetime games. Not good at following orders, apparently. No. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead. Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. In Pittsburgh, what do you think? All right. I, I find it hard to believe at any point in time the Cincinnati Bengals are going to ever – well – this Cincinnati Bengals team will ever go in to Heinz Field and steal a victory away from the Steelers with or without Ben Roethlisberger. Um, I think he's. I think James Conner is really going to f- finally get it going this season against a Bengals uh, rush defense that's given up nearly 170 yards on the ground a game. Yes. Which I think is really key for them because. This is going to help take a lot of pressure off Mason Rudolph. 
uh, last week, it really kind of looked like he was unsure of himself. He didn't really find his bearings. Uh, it was okay, but okay, but it was it was pretty clear he he was uncomfortable back there. And the 49ers pass rush only came away with I think two sacks, but they were they were in his face all day, and and it really got to him. Um, and doesn't really help by their their running their running game, which only had 79 yards on 22 attempts. So. And that doesn't deter me from thinking that James Conner's not going to be able to go off against the Bengals because the Bengals' rush defense is just that bad. Um, and even so, that was against a defense in the 49ers. I think has been flying under the radar a lot. Uh, they're second right now in yards per game on defense, only to New England. And this Cincinnati defense is just nowhere near that. I think this is going to give the offense to kind of find new life against a defense that's averaging, giving up 28 points a game. Andy Dalton's looked pretty good in spurts. But yeah. he's not, he has no running game behind him. It's he's def, I mean, it's all on Andy Dalton's right arm right now, and it's not a great right arm to try to ride your hopes and dreams on at the moment. Uh, they've only ran for 125 yards all season. And their offensive line is also mad at Andy Dalton because they've let him get sacked about 11 times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the big thing in this game, the absolute number one thing that, that makes me believe that Pittsburgh has almost got this in the bag. Their defense right now is second in the league in takeaways to only the Green Bay Packers. They had five last week against Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers. And the Bengals offense is dead last in, in turnovers this season. Yeah. Big margin there. I They don't take care of the football. Andy Dalton's forced to sling it. He's been throwing interceptions. Minka Fitzpatrick came in last week, made an immediate impact for the Steelers. He had an interception, a forced fumble. This pass rush is getting significantly better since playing New England in week one. Give me give me the Steelers all day long. It's going to be 24-16, to 16, Pittsburgh. All right, great. And it's a three-and-a-half-point line, so you're all right there. I'm also going to take Pittsburgh. And if you didn't listen to me. Yeah, we know because you, again, you yeah. ruined it. for. I know, time. I know. But, uh, you know, just to bring up a, a couple of the points that I actually said before and just to for everybody from Cincinnati that's probably wants me to wants to hear it again. I get it. I get Cincinnati is really good at at um, covering. That's what they do. They're not good at winning. And what's a three and a half point line. I got to go with Pittsburgh for all the things you said. I mean, the big discrepancy in, I mean, that's a recipe for disaster. Somebody who turns the ball over the most and somebody takes the ball over the most. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's just probably going to happen. And, and you're absolutely right. Hand the ball off, run against Cincinnati. I, I, I think it might be closer than what you said a little bit, but I'll take the three and a half where I think it might be like a 24-17 game. What did you say? 27-14? Was I that? said 2416. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, so it's a little closer. Would I have it with 2417? That whole point there. Um, <laughs> I totally wrote it down wrong when I used that. Wow. Uh, yeah, so I think we're right on the same page with that. I don't think it'll be a blowout just because I think these two teams always play close. And Cincinnati always seems to weirdly hang around no matter how bad they play. And Andy Dolan should be credited. I mean, he has sacked a lot. But, I mean, he's passing a lot. Right. 
So, I mean, you fade back that many times and your line's not that good. You're going to get sacked a lot. It's not like he moves that well back there. So, yeah, give me Pittsburgh and the three and a half. I agree. And that'll do it for Monday night. Again, love it when we agree. It makes for great entertainment. Yes. No, I know. Well, that's that's on you because you already knew my pick. So you could have stole it at that point. Well, after after last week, I, I need a win, so I got to go with my gut. I, I won't try to make an argue for the Cincinnati Bengals. No, and and I think we owe it to people that are listening that are actually like really you know to make it like what we actually think. And obviously, we always don't think alike. But go with Pittsburgh. That's what I'm telling people. Go with them and ride that uh, Mason train all the way to the bank. That's yeah. your boy, isn't it? That's your boy. You like Jason that. Rudolph. That's what I said. He'll, he'll yeah. get it going. Yeah. All right. Um, that's our prime time, guys. That was fun. That was easy. Enjoy the games. Have some fun. AJ, anything else to say to everybody out there? Um, should we mention when they're out this weekend what they should do? No, screw these people. Oh, nice. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think of you, listeners. Yeah. Really nice. Really nice. Okay. So hit the subscribe button and tune in next week. Yeah, exactly. Like, now, how do I unsubscribe <laughs> now? Uh, yes, but like you said, please hit that subscribe button. And whatever platform you're listening to us on, we're on a all, whole bunch of them from CastBox to Spotify to YouTube. Oh, God. To What are we on? iTunes? I don't know. It's not fun whole bunch of them but you're listening to it on somewhere hopefully right now hit that like leave a comment check out our twitter at keeping it ged always gonna be fun aj is gonna be on there taunting people saying things a lot follow us on there instagram and all the other good things yeah make sure on instagram and twitter you look for this week the picture of uh daniel j dimes and uh give us a reply um just, you can just say his name. That's all. I, that's all I'm looking for, uh, for a chance to represent your team or represent the fan team in the contest we're doing on next week's show. So you can come on to the show, give us your pick, yada yada yada. Um, so yeah, make sure you look out for that. Yeah, absolutely. So do that. Look for the picture, Danny Dimes. Have you put that up yet or no? Yes, I have. Okay. So it's up there right now. Well, as of when you hear this, it's definitely going to be up there. Yep. And if you don't. If you're not the first one, leave a comment, say something. We'll probably read a lot of the predictions either way. And also keep in mind for next week, we'll be doing the same thing. Only All right. Daniel, Danny Dimes. Well, maybe it will be. Maybe I'll pick, post a picture of Danny, might Danny be Dimes Mason, every day. Mason Rudolph. I want it to be Troy Aikman next week, actually. We would never do that. <laughs> All right. Well, for me, G. Randall Johnson. I'd like to say see you later. And AJ Ryder, you can say bye. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. See you later, everybody. All right. Bye, guys.